0: You are listening to the 2017 summer edition of Trans4.
1: or just uh, chilling out in, in the woods um, ears Plugged In uh, podcast on This Is Trends a um, Part 2 uh, we call this one Keeping It Tight um, this is uh, a podcast from the website uh, 4, uh, Fields of Enfield Road loads and loads of uh, comments each month, uh, month Joe does it way better than I do so um This is a trends for a show where we're going to talk you uh, through the summer. Um, But the window hasn't opened yet, so that means that we got four weeks um, well, four weeks, four lines. Um, We had the save hand show last week, which was all about our goalkeeper situation. And uh, tonight, uh, we are going to talk about our defenders. And we got loads and loads of good ones. so maybe we also have one or two world classes. Um, first of all, um, I want to welcome uh, all the guys. We've got a large group tonight, so uh, bear with us. Um, back from injury, um, uh, we were thinking of benching him, but, um, yeah, he, he came through the fitness test. Hello, Vaz. Hello.
2: Ah,
1: there you see he's a bit slow well, so like quick,
3: quick as always quick as always it
0: must be
1: yeah well loud as always there's Keith uh, you always have that with Hi the guys. elders you always have that with the elders they're always loud yeah um, yeah
3: the the hearing goes so you've got to talk louder
1: yeah um well he used to be new in the transfer show but he's as all you know, actually you know. a transfer veteran here we've got Jay Jay welcome
4: hello um
1: he promised that he'd close the window tonight. So uh, that will be fine. Uh, if you haven't, uh, if you don't get that joke, listen to our former show and you will hear Bristol going wild on his road. Um, then we have Jason. Oh, very Hi. Good. Oh, very good. So that is nice as well. And then we uh, also have Mental with us. Hi, Mental. Hi, guys. And, um, well,. We always have to say he's friendly. Why do we have to say that? He's a friendly German. (laughs) Well, here he is, our friendly German. Christian, thank you for completing the lot.
5: Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. (laughs) Hi, everyone. (laughs)
1: There he goes. All being friendly again.
5: Can we not call him likeable? Subtle, subtle. (laughs)
1: Yeah, he he went just from friendly to likeable. So he's a likeable German from now on. If he goes on by this, he'll be... uh, Exalted or something um, So well, that's uh, that's the opening of the show Welcome to you all I hope you will uh, have a good listen um, We're going to talk a bit about uh, Defence But because it's all about uh, Transfers um, And it's a bit about defence Something happened this week I don't know if you find out But apparently we were in For a certain defender um, And that turned a bit Ugly Let's, um, well, let's address the elephant in the room. Uh, Virgil and Dijk, the club, issued an apology for uh, going after him in, in, in a not-so-great way. Um, mental, you really wanted to have a go, so um, start the fume.
6: Yeah. Um, well, defenders are supposed to be ugly, so that's OK by me. first yeah. say, um, FSG out! Is that right? Am I doing it right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
3: <laughs> You're starting venom, it, right? More venom, more venom in the
6: first Let's, your voice sing, it, when you say let's that. sing a song. There's, uh, um, there's there's been it's been unbelievable the fallout from all of this. I mean, it's just ridiculous. The the funny thing is the coverage on the media is kind of everyone's scratching their heads saying, "What's the problem? Everybody does this." You know, why is it such a big deal? And in fact, um Celtic threatened to take Southampton to court. They threatened to sue Southampton when Southampton originally went in for VVD for Van Dijk, uh, when, he, when he was purchased from Celtic. Yeah. So it is a, a lot of hypocrisy going on. Um, I think what happened really was Southampton lost control of the whole thing. And uh, they needed to get, by the way, getting control back. Um, and uh, and uh, uh, the easiest route, uh, the chink in the armour they found, was dropping Liverpool in the shit. You know much like the uh, the parents of the the kid from Stoke that we that we uh, tried to get and um, so you know what, what do they say all's fair in love and war and even more's fair in business you know because nobody cares about anybody else in business um, so I think what happened was the um it, just to leave the fume and the ridiculous comments behind from the, the, the interwebs, because I mean, it's just so, so ridiculous the way people have lost their heads over this. But uh, I think we went and spoke to Southampton back in, uh, in uh, round about March, and um, we went and talked to them. Now, we don't know what happened. They probably turned around and said, fuck off, he's not for sale. All right? So it looks like uh, Liverpool concocted a, uh, a means of coming back, to the to the issue of buying him, um, and they did it by sort of creating this this whole kind of public uh, movement of, of, uh, of Van Dyke being available, and then putting stuff into the press. And it was a daily thing; it was almost an hourly thing. You know, the, uh, so much was happening, and it was all happening without Southampton being involved at all, because there was no point in us just going straight back to Southampton they had said no before, they'd probably say no again, um, or they'd start, start a bidding war or something would happen. I mean, they've got him on a six-year contract. They've got all their players on very, very long contracts now. So, you know, they used to ha- hold out the big prices anyway for their players. It doesn't mean they're going to stop selling their players. It just means they're going to wait for world record fees to come in, um, and then they'll still sell players, because that's what they do. Um,
3: uh, Mentel, do you think we learned that from Barca?
6: Well, this is the thing. The whole, the whole sort of way we've done this through the papers. It's it's exactly what what quotes big clubs do, right? They they use the newspapers and they create a momentum in the whole thing, um, and then uh, you know it's always a done deal before it's a done deal, right? And you yeah, you know, the, the, the selling club has no choice. But it's pretty much because everything's been decided. Now. But prob- I mean, but for us, it created a problem because, uh, because it was so heavily publicised in the newspapers. Um, Michael Edwards is sitting there probably thinking he's just earned a two million quid bonus because he's, he's beaten off City and Chelsea. And probably he's thinking, oh, I've saved us 25 million quid here because there's going to be no bidding war. So he's feeling really pleased with himself. So Hansen is sitting there thinking, we've got to get control of the situation. What can we do? Oh, I know, we'll shop Liverpool in for tapping him up. You know. Um, and it's not like Conte, Conte, wouldn't have wouldn't have met him in London or something. You know, you yeah, don't tell me that Chelsea don't meet every player at the sign. You know. So uh, so they shopped us in just to cause trouble. You know, and of course we know, we've heard today that they're in trouble for tapping up Ica Casillas in Porto. You know, this is the point, everybody does it. But they found a way of uh, putting us back in our box, basically, and um, we came out with that statement saying we will defend ourselves vigorously. And the next thing we know, there's an apology, and we're not we, we withdraw our interest in the BVD. So that was obvious. The, the owners coming in and overriding the local management, and um, the owners basically saying this issue comes off the table right now. You fix it, or you clear your desk. So breach. And they, you know, they look at the problem. We've been shopped into the uh, to the Premier League or the FA, I'm not sure which one it is. Um, yeah, the FA. That's and, the, the FA. The FA. So we've just had a uh, a ban for our, uh, for academy signings. So the, the owners are looking at this as saying, "Oh, so the same thing could happen here with the uh, senior signings, right?" Um, although that didn't happen to Chelsea about ten, twelve years ago, uh, with oh, the right. F- the cold Cole, sort um Yeah, times have changed, and uh, it's quite possible. That they could get us into an awful lot of trouble if they wanted So MSG wanted the, the trouble, the, the problem removed completely. Um, and so they, you know, it was like stop fucking about, get it sorted, and out came the apology. And and what they did for Southampton is it just gave them control back of the situation. Now they could say we don't get pushed around, you know, and um, that's what they that's their public face now. And um, they still won't be able to keep hold of players. They'll just be able to get a lot more money for them.
1: Yeah, until um, until, until the moment goes that that, that, that Virgil uh, will say, I'm going to put in a transfer re- request and they've lost uh, control again.
6: Yeah, but they can still, I think, they, because I think, they've got such long contracts, they can still say, right, well, you're going to have to give us a, a stupid, a stupid gazillion quid, you know, to to get him off us. So, yeah, they can play hardball, really. They don't have to lie down and take it.
1: Um, I uh, I, dis- I disagree. No, I, I so. really do. Yeah. Right. Uh, I get I, that. I am, but, I... Um, hold, hold on, hold on, Kate. Um, I'm going to be tight on 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 uh, on time here. Um, also, there's just been uh, recorded. I, I'm not sure if I can make the joke, but um, uh, we've outsourced the Van Dyke talk, um, and what better to do that to our um, Indian show. Yeah, see, it's 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 not the best joke, is it? It's
3: it not. Indians <laughs> taking over the world.
1: Well, at, at least we outsource the world to them. So um, mm. they've they've just done uh, an entire show. Have, have a listen. Um, it's uh, it's uh, all about uh, the Van Dyke story. So uh, have a listen there. Uh, I kind of want to move on. Um, there was another one where we've been heavily. Um, linked with, uh, apparently personal agreements uh, have, been, have been struck uh, with Salah, um, we can't reach an agreement with the club so that means um, we are suddenly talking to a lad from um, I think it's Sporting and yeah. um, today came out that apparently uh, we've put in a bit of 43 million for essential from Real Madrid which is funny because we earlier were supposed to have bid fifty million, and that was rejected. So, um, anyone wants to talk about any of those rumors? Um, Fez.
2: Well, personally, I think the essential thing is ridiculous, because from what we've seen in the, especially in this second half of the season in Spain, is that Zidane likes this this kid. He gives him opportunities and. I think he sees him as one for the future, so chances are he's not going to give him for any money. So that I, I think that rumor that we bid anything is ridiculous. I, I think I thought the first one was ridiculous, and especially the second one. So, as far as that that goes, that, that that's what I think about Salah. I, I think we need to get that job done. I think that player is potentially great for us and and a perfect fit that's what we need we need that pacey winger on the the left side so we could free up more of continuous creativity through the middle so that it, it makes perfect sense if roma want that couple of million more well we don't want to look like pushovers but but i think we need to pay this
1: yeah but there is the idea um I think it was uh, mental. In the in the former show, mentioned it. They need to have their money to to uh, to adhere by uh, by FFP quite quickly, if, if I'm right. So um, they want
6: another twelve, tw- another twelve million What they're after?
1: Well, if that's the gap for their FFP, um, they're going to sit tight, obviously.
6: Yeah. But so
1: the rest is it. just a smokescreen, and the lad from Porto, uh, from Sporting, or at, at least somewhere in Portugal, that's just a bogus news from the club saying, "Hold on, if if if, if Roma won't budge, and you need our money, um, we will drop our money elsewhere." Is that it?
6: No, I don't think so. I, I think we would buy where we, where we can get a deal over the line. I think we would buy. Yeah.
2: Well, but- that's for sure from our perspective. But as, as far as uh, Roma goes, uh, there have been reports about uh, them trying to free up some space for wages to increase the, the wages of Nangon. I don't know how how much truth is is there in that, but they are hoping to ward off some some interest from from bigger clubs. Yeah, he's, he's been
1: talking to Chelsea quite a bit. He's yeah. been open and honest about it that 9 Golan talk yep. to, uh, to to Chelsea already
2: Yeah, but Roma want to keep him and they, they are prepared to, to increase his wages significantly and for that they need to get someone off their wage bill and that someone supposedly is Salah so there is I think every chance of getting the deal done
1: Alright, fair enough transfer rumor? they've they would like to see anyone. left
0: back anyone, <laughs> anyone who is a left back
1: <laughs> <laughs> no
0: I'd like no, to see so the ventad yeah. <laughs> I,
5: I would like I would like to, 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 to say something about this transfer shit in general I mean we all have su- uh, we all suffered yesterday um, quite a bit about uh, quite a bit about this this uh, embarrassing um embarrassing issue with this apology, which is a scandalous from my point of view, <clears throat> but on the other hand it's all about business Southampton for example they they um were moaning a bit there were some some voices saying we we uh, didn't make enough money uh, for Lallana and Lovren and klein and and that's what's on um which is all uh, bloody ridiculous. they are always two partners in the business, and uh, if they hadn't been happy they wouldn't have been wouldn't have signed and if they can if they want to make more money out of further deals, which they need to, I mean, then Van Dijk is the ideal the ideal opportunity. Um, <clears throat> I'm not so worried about Salah, because I think this is all just a negotiation game. Uh, I mean, the, the player has committed himself enough to, to us, so this should be on its way, and if it's five million more or less, uh, Klopp won't, won't care, because it seems like Klopp is after a few key players, with certain skills and once we get them on board if it's if we pay 20 million more or less that is uh not the decisive argument for him and i think the management this time follows him in this and we are not so stupid i mean we have moaned a lot about uh, fsg yesterday i think to a certain extent they make mistakes but on the other hand they are business. They are not as stupid as we think. I think um, most of the facts we simply don't know. They all be uh, concealed behind the curtain. And finally, I think we get bu- um, yeah the Salah deal definitely over the line. Once that has happened, um, maybe in two or three weeks' time, uh, when everything has settled, all of a sudden, yeah, Van Dijk arrives for a medical. I
6: hmm. um, just just add a quick one on Asensio because it is an interesting one. I mean, he Mm -hmm. got a decent number of games this year. I think he got 15 games or so. Um, And he was a brilliant guy. They got him for three and a half million from Mallorca, I think, or somewhere like that. Um, But he was obviously very young. He was very, very young. Um, uh, But uh, what we were hoping to do, I think, is uh, if he was dissatisfied with uh, opportunities and playing time, because obviously that's very difficult to get at Real Madrid. But Bale has been injured a lot this year, so it's opened up. Uh, a space for him now if Bale gets over his injuries yeah, does do, does his uh, does his appearances do his appearances disappear uh, with Bale being fit again so there the, is they'll just to,
2: don't, they'll just clone him out and then then he'll get game time
6: possibly yeah yeah but it, it you know it comes down to him doesn't it he, he you know, he may make a different decision but we've got no evidence to say that he would Um but, you know, he may decide he's not satisfied and uh, wants to go do something else. He'll get maybe get a lot more money by changing clubs permanently. So there is, there is a, a, a point of interest there, even if it's unlikely.
0: I think those two, uh, the, the lad from Sporting and the Asensio offers, might be smokescreens to try and um, convince Roma that they need to come in our direction. Uh,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what I suggested as well. I'm, I'm I'm with you there. I I think those are not the type of players um, that will instantly come in and, um, and 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 carry the team forward. You know, we need a couple of um, you know Mane absolutely lifted our attack and and lifted the entire face of the squad and, and, and the team and and with that the club, um, Marty visibly improved our defence. Um we will talk about that in a in a bit. Um when them visually improved our style of football in, in midfield. Um so these lads really lifted it. Um on those we've last year, if we would have done this show, we would now sit here and talk about how great it would be if we get good so um, we've we would have convinced ourselves Zielinski is the next big thing. Um, uh, Dahoud is the absolute best midfielder in the world, and and we were getting this this wonder kid. Um, and and uh, or oh, oh, uh, Hector Hector was the best left back ever. Yeah,
3: two ever we weren't even linked with Hector. That's inside. the fans.
1: Uh, I know, but the- all those names. None of these came through. I mean, uh, we see uh, these pictures of Salah with the Liverpool shirt. Um, uh, Zielinski actually wore it. And none of these deals happened. And we still got in Martip, Wijnaldum and, and Mane and Carriers and who didn't live up
3: to have I, I think we've identified three major players, possibly four. It's obvious Klopp wants Van Dyke, and I can still see that happening, and all this hysteria and embarrassment, and it's a pile of shit, to be honest with you. Uh, we got caught with the hands in the cookie jar, and I think it was a leak <laughs> that was unintentional. Uh, we apologised to 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 get over the sanction. And
6: Unin- unintentional? It's unintentional? Yeah.
3: No, no, I didn't say it. It wasn't unintentional. No. I... You know what? They could have picked up on Van Dyke saying, my preference
6: is Liverpool. No, we, we what were, have we fe- done? the press were being fed constantly. This was strategy. This wasn't unintentional. Well, yeah, then we're going to force Van Dyke
3: to hand in a transfer request to get his deal, and we get it cheaper. Either or, I don't care as long as we get the deal done. I, th- I think all the hysteria about it's an embarrassment to this, I take no notice of it. The Obviously, Salah is a major... Mm-hmm. Cog in, in in Klopp's plans going forward, and that's going to happen regardless. Uh, we're playing a little bit of games in terms of negotiation. But in the end, we'll settle for 35 million pounds, the same as Mane and we carry on. The interesting one from my perspective is: are we targeting Cater? And is that or is that a smokescreen for another midfielder that's coming gonna come in and do the job? If we get Van Dijk, Sala, and Cater. Already, that already—that's a massive, massive statement for next year. Throw in selenka and a couple of other of these promising youngsters. I think we'll be in a very good position. We've got to, we've got to get a left back in at some point. I'm going to be interesting to see where that comes in, and we're going to discuss it later. But I think this whole saga has got everybody so hysterical; it's just overboard.
5: So, what does Jason think about it?
0: Uh, about. Um
1: the, 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 other <laughs> the other Jason, the other oh me, because
4: oh, yeah, he was uh, quiet. He I, I, so quiet. I, I agree with Mantle and uh, Keith on this one. I I think it's uh, I think it's Southampton kicking up a, a fuss about nothing. Um, I don't think we've 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 done something wrong because we got, like I said, we got caught. But uh, uh, but regards to that, then we've done no different to what most people have ever do, you know do when it comes to the initial stages of a transfer. You know, um, it's. I I think this is all going to happen. Yeah, I I didn't before, but I do now. Probably more so because this has happened. Because, um. Yeah, I just think since Southampton just throwing their toys out the pram a bit with this whole scenario, um, Van Dyke coming out with uh, the fact he prefers Liverpool. However, that got out, just said, said to Man City. We're not interested anymore. We are not going to get the chap, so let's just stop. We'll just walk away and do something else. So all of a sudden, Southampton are thinking, ah, shit. Like <laughs> no one's going to bid anymore for this. So it, it's what we're going to do now. That's going to happen. So they yeah, they grassed us up, basically. That's what they did. They just, just shopped us in, grassed us up. Um and then we came out and just said, Well, <laughs> rather than just look like the guilty party, we're just gonna go, okay, fine. You know, that's that's fine with us. If if you just wanna be like that, we'll just we'll just walk away. And leave it with you you have your unhappy player um all the other clubs in the Premier League know that he doesn't want to play for for you he wants to play for us, so there you go balls in your court now let uh we just batted it back at them I think with our embarrassing apology, you know so yeah i i st- storming a teacup, I guess do you know it's the same as anything it just gets over sensationalized doesn't it you know it's uh, um Yes, I don't think we've yeah I don't think we've done anything wrong. It's a bit unfortunate it came out just after Klopp's big speech thing that he did. You know, it took a bit of tiredness off that because now we got going. Oh, sorry, you know. And the fact that you know mum and dad from America had to come in and step in and say, right, you're not doing this right, you know. But you know, uh, yeah, it's it it's just 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 a bit bit silly from Southampton. I think they have shot themselves in the foot a little bit as well with it, you know, because. Who's like, okay? People are going to want him, but it's, it's he's not going to be they're not going to get the money for him. We're the only club that will pay a good, good amount of money for him now, I think. Yeah,
1: City already came out and said, um, we, you know, we would like to play it, but um, well, we're not going to spend that much, uh, so yeah, we will take him off your hands, but only for very reduced fee so that works in our favour as well um, we, we can still go back um, saying you've ended everything um, it, every interest in the player uh, is just a lie
2: yeah. and
1: we all know yeah. that yeah. Um, it's it's what you need to do <laughs> now you, you, you make uh, uh, well, you, you bow well, you we've say got sorry stepping tap, haven't we? And, uh, is,
4: this, is it Roma guy, Lazio guy, who's the Stefan, I can't pronounce his last name. Stefan de Vrij. De Vrij. Yeah,
1: it's uh, Stefan yeah. de Vrij. He's a, a former Feyenoord player um, bred uh, uh, bred by the club. Good, good mates with uh, Bruno Martins in from Stork. Um, he was in the central defense um, that got uh, Holland to um, to the World Cup semi-finals in Brazil. Um, but so, it, they need, so they needed he, three at the back for that, or basically five at the back.
4: So is, is he uh, is he a fake news item? So we're like, oh well, let's put a bid in for this chap just to the, show the that club has,
1: The club has been or, interested in him for for quite a long time, right? Okay. Rogers went out to scout so him. This
4: is a genuine. This is a genuine number two interest.
1: I think he's on the list. I think he's definitely yeah. on the list. Um, we will. We were, yeah, I think does, we, were we were let to
4: believe. Guess, yeah, winner. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't bid for somebody who
0: wasn't with you, I
4: guess. So, yeah.
0: no, we were, But I think it also could put pressure on Southampton as well. You know, say, well, actually, if you're not going to do business with us, we, we actually have already got someone else lined up anyway.
1: Yeah, we were let to believe. It's Van Dijk is a clear number one. Bali is the number two. but well, Yeah. Because we were does so it, in it love, it we consensus
3: to... that Kulambali is better than Van Dijk as well.
1: Yeah, well, that's just bullshit. Um, I want to round this
3: up. So, <laughs> so,
5: so, so. I should on. not always interrupt, Eric. Uh, please let him speak. <laughs> Chelsea wanted Kulambali last summer. Everyone yeah, so, of you interrupts Eric. Uh, it seems yeah. to be a new game here. In the evening. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: hold on. I, I, we- I really want. No, guys, I, I really want to close this. This. This, this up. Um, Virgil Van Dijk was our number one. Um, Kulibali is our number two, but because we were so in love with our number one, I don't think that he's he's that happy anymore. Uh, he was already heavily linked with uh, Chelsea. He knows Conte, they speak Italian stuff. So they will have done the exact same thing that Club and Van Dyke did, um, but nobody's messing about there. So. Um, we will move on to next targets. Maybe that's Jonathan Tarr, maybe that's Dave van der Vrij, um, but all in all, we will still still try and get Virgil van Dijk. Okay, rounding up that, um, I want to talk about our defensive line um, in, in general, um, and I'm just talking about the defence um, from last season, so the, the campaign that's just ended. Um, what are your thoughts uh, Christian? Yeah. Um, I mean, and not, not right. just because you, you just uh, stood up for me, but. Uh... <laughs> 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 because, <laughs> favorite, <laughs> favoritism, sucking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I do like a red apple on my desk. Uh, I will not lie. So, sorry, Chris, go ahead. Chris had, had,
5: had Klein playing, all, I think, almost always as a starter, most of the games, and um, we have seen a certain. Decline of performances with Klein. Um, I'm not. I'm not happy with that situation. Klein is not. He is not very pacey. His passing is not very precise, and he lacks sometimes. He lacks cleverness when when uh, playing crosses, when to play them, when to pass, and where. And as I said, with the lack of precision and the lack of pace, it's not um, a satisfying solution. If he does not clearly improve. Um, I would re- replace him, so I'm not very happy about that. It was average, it was good average, but it was no more than that. Trent is a promising, very promising player. I love him very much. He's un- more unpredictable. That's exactly what Pep blinders said about the, the the best academy youngsters that that Anfield is desperate, desperately waiting for for un- unpredictability and more pace. That's exactly what he said. And um, Trent, he still makes a lot of mistakes. And with the pressure, um, Klopp is under uh, at the club. He cannot afford, um, or he couldn't afford to, to bring him right in. Um, but uh, I think uh, with a very good preseason, he might step in and take over f- uh, at least for a while in between. So it could be a very good alternative. Don't know if anything is planned on the transfer market. Flano, we all know about the reports, uh, his say save- failure at Burnley. Yeah, after his lo- very long severe injuries he did not get back to full form and then he, he struggled or failed to, to get to, to uh, many starts at Burnley so this didn't work he came back nobody knows what's happening speculation but he's not the flannel he was before he left and or before he got injured um, and Randall I have no idea I think he's simply not good enough he's simply not good enough so I think he will leave the club <laughs>
1: Um, the th- thing about Flano, um I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I will never forget how great he was in that 13-14 mm-hmm. season. It's just he has that that special something that good good defenders have. They can put in a tackle, um, and they can put in a face tackle, um, which a, a worse defender, uh, um, let's say a Lovren uh, or a Lucas, they will draw. They will get a. They will get. Uh, uh, the whistle, they, they will get a book in, they will get... Um, the referee won't have that. Fleno is someone who always gets the benefit of the doubt. And, uh, Virgil van Dijk as well, Martip as well, if, if you look closely at, at doors items, Klein as well, they get the benefit of the doubt with lo- loads of referees. Um, Fleno played 10 games... Uh, or was at least involved in in ten games for uh, for Burnley. That is ten more games than he would have done playing for us. So in that sense, it's 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 maybe not as successful as you hoped. They would play twenty thirty, and he make his way um, as a starter 4-4 for, for Burnley. But it's ten more games than he than he um, than he would have played for us. Keith, That's, your that thoughts on the, on on the right backs? Oh uh, no, go on, go on, Jay. Yeah. I was going to say that that
4: kind, of, kind of sounds a bit like painting a shit gold, doesn't it? Like you know, <laughs> he, he, he did get Polish ten games. Third. Yeah, <laughs> he did get ten games playing that. But you know, if I I I, I love Flann. I thought he was great. He, he, was, he was he was tenacity. He was just a ferocious little player, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, or he, you know, I don't know if he still is. I've not watched a lot of him playing for Burnley, but uh, yeah, he still is. You know. He's got, but he, you know he's got a lot of fight in him, didn't he? You know he was, he was, he was passionate. Find, like you said, he would fly into those. that he was fearless in that sense. Absolutely. Um, and it, and he was great. You know when he when he first sort of broke into the team when because uh, uh, Dalgliesh brought him in, was that right? And it was just like, and he was he was there to sort of like, yeah, come on, I'm here, I'm ready, I'm ready for this. You know. And like you said, after that injury, it, it, you know, okay, then he's recovering. Of course, it's it's tragic for him. Goes to Burnley, but if he's not getting game time at Burnley. Would he not been better with us, you know, um playing with the with the under twenty threes or something, or you know, or just being around us and getting the experience to be, you know, integrated into the way that we're playing now and we want him to play now as a player. Um but yeah, just I, I get what you're saying. Yes, he's played ten top flight games, you know. But you know, if 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 he were coming back and coming back strong, he would be playing a lot more than ten games, wouldn't he? Surely.
0: I don't get sending him out on loan. Not to not to a club like Burnley either. I mean, it, you know, you look at the type of football they play; it's terrible, really. Um, nothing like a fullback's role is going to be completely different at Burnley. Mm. I mean, it's it's as Klopp has said yeah. before that the fullback role for Liverpool is more like playing a number eight, but wide. So, yeah, it's a completely different thing. <clears>
6: So it was his loan was all about was fitness. All that fitness. exactly. And uh, at the time, at the time when he got injured and was struggling to recover, I mean, it took about a year, didn't it? Um,
1: he didn't play for twenty months. Twenty. Yeah. Months. Uh, and what was said
6: completely. at the time? What was said at the time was the nature of the injury meant it was almost certain he wouldn't be able to come back and play the level he was, um, and that that was what was said at the time in a couple of places. And that's the problem, and that's what we're seeing so far. He just cannot get back up to a level that he was. And I, I don't really hold out any hope. I don't, I'm no medic, but I don't
0: hold out any hope. He's not I, me. I do wonder, though, if it just takes... It It, it may take even a couple of years. If, if we think about um, Falcao, for example, um, he was terrible when he moved to United, and then again for Chelsea, and then... Uh, yeah, moving back to France, suddenly yeah. he's finding that success. that a different
6: league? Yeah, that worked perfectly, didn't it? That worked perfectly. Yeah. We have to. Hopefully, they'll be able to do that again with somebody. I, I think
3: flanner has <laughs> gone. Um, if you were going to keep him, I think Klopp would have put him in there under 23s to to actually play the Liverpool style. Once yeah. he learnt, lent le, uh, lent him out to Burnley, I think he said, "Yeah, maybe if you prove yourself there, we can have a relook in pre-season." However. Trent is the new star. Let's face it, Klein is our number one uh, at the moment. He's going to be overtaken by Trent Alexander, uh, and Klein will become a backup to to Trent at some point. So I can't see Flano breaking back into the Liverpool squad uh, and first team. He'll be a fringe player at best. Randall's gone, Wisdom's gone, uh, Sarko's gone. Uh, that's going to be a massive clear out this 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 uh, this summer. Um, we're going to have to look for another left back. Uh, Moreno's probably gone as well.
1: Hold on, hold on. We're uh, on the right side. We now. are on the right side. We on, on the right side. Okay. I
3: mean,
1: play, but, but
3: no, no. But uh, the reason why I say that is because Eric in a post said Flanagan would go to the left side, and I don't want to see that happen. Simply, we've struggled the whole season with Milner cutting back in and crossing. Now we want to put another right-footed player on the left side, which is wrong. Flanagan unfortunately had an injury at the wrong time. It was a serious injury. It impeded his progress. Now, I don't think he's the same player he, as he was when when before he got injured. So I think it's time he moves on.
1: Anyone else? Well, on, on flannel or Klein or, or Trent?
0: Or- uh, I, I think I would just um, say about Klein. Although... Yeah, his his weaknesses. I mean, his his crossing is not good, um, and he's he's poor in the air as well. But it, when you think at actually, if you look at his strengths, then we don't we don't really get attacked much down his flank because we we're, we're pretty solid down there, and we don't concede many goals from that side at all. I mean, if we think about. Um, Couple of games where we were poor towards the end of the season. Uh, yeah, one that's against a great that's point. Yeah, well, yeah, one against one against Leicester. Vardy was just being picked out into that channel be- between Clever and, and Milner, and and um, you you never see that on the right hand side. And it was the same again last season. We were stronger yeah. down the down the right hand side, and I think Klein is a big part of that. Also, his um, uh, his his passing accuracy is actually pretty good. It's um, something like eighty-three percent last season. <clears> it's pretty good for a, for a defender, I think. That's well, I mean, where well they go, isn't it? You know,
4: yeah, it's passing you know, yeah, backwards. If, if they're going into the box and they're hitting the target, then great. Uh, absolutely,
3: back, he's, more like
0: a, he's more like a he's keeper, the most simple he's player. He's the most
3: accurate. He's the most accurate right back for hitting the last defender when trying to cross. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 without fail. He hits but that the, last defender, and never gets the ball into the box.
0: The good thing is though, for Klein, still it's, ob- it's obvious where he needs to improve as well. You know, he needs to improve his crossing, he needs to work on that. Um and with Klopp being a big fan of improving players by training, <laughs> I think he's got all of the basics right in his game. Then why wouldn't he work on that? Like first, yeah. first goal it of the because-
1: season first goal of the season is an assist of Klein going past his man putting a good cross into the box, into the into into, into six-yard area, and uh, continue walking it over the line. They have been training on that in pre-season. Now, Klein has played 93 games for us since he joined. This was his second season. Hasn't he just been overused? Yeah, he has. That's yeah. right. best, best, my Best, Let's best, go ahead.
6: And just, that, that's my issue is that you know fifty-five to 60, 60 odd games next season, you know, uh, are we seriously relying on uh, t- t- uh, Trent Alexander to make up the uh, the difference? I think that would be very dangerous.
1: Yeah, Klein, Klein for me will will start. Faz, you were saying?
2: Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to say, yeah, I think Klein has been overused uh, due to lack of uh, proper competition, and I. Believe if we don't sign another player that can play on the on the right hand side as, as a fullback, then then uh, Trent will get more game time. And I just wanted to come back to, to the point Jason was making about uh, us conceding less goals on down the right side and then down the left, and that that thing he said about running the channels between Klavan and Miller on one side and like. I think that's exactly how we conceded against Arsenal down our right side. If I remember correctly, it was Welbeck who was threaded between the, the centre back and uh, and Klein, and just ran in and scored. It does happen. It, it uh, it's rare because yes, it's true we get uh, more attacked down down our left side because. I think managers opposing managers see Milner as our weakness because he is not a natural fullback, and they target us that way. Uh, if you remember, for example, the City game away at the Etihad, uh, Sterling played down that right wing and was facing uh, Milner many times. And at one point, Guardiola just decided that Sterling wasn't going to get. The better of Milner but he didn't change his game plan he just switched Sterling and, and De Bruyne and put De Bruyne on the wing and immediately it, it produced results he got past Milner and sent in that, that beautiful cross for Aguero to finish off so I think uh, Klein has had attacking contribution that, that somehow people overlook uh, I was going to make the same point as Eric about that, that goal Coutinho scored against Arsenal and there was a, a beautiful assist for Lalana, I believe, against Middlesbrough also. He burst through, got, got the ball, crossed in, Lalana just hammered it home with, with, with his head. And, But yeah, he, he has been looking tired, rather tired, because especially this season he has been overused. Yeah, and, and
1: last year in January he had the uh, abdominal injury, so he got a bit yeah. of a rest.
2: Yeah, and that's all. That's all he, him and him. Firmino and Milner have been overused this season.
1: All right. Uh, thank you for your insight. Uh, moving on from the right back situation, I think we can all agree that Klein and Trent uh, will play the most. Uh, it's very unlikely that we will be in the market for another right back. Uh, Randall is um, liked by Klopp used him last season. He used him in pre-season. He travelled with the squad. Um, So there still may be room for him. Played a lot for the under-23s. Flanagan, he likes him as a human being. Uh, We'll have to see um, whether he will have a role. Because the good thing about Flanagan, and then we will absolutely move on, um, he is a local lad. He will be fine as a fringe player because he knows he won't, maybe not will not reach the level that he did um, but he will be fine playing maybe 10 games a season for a successful Liverpool squad and you need those guys as well so okay moving on to um, the central defence token partnerships and loads of partnerships. Matip played with Lovren, with Clavin, with Lucas, with Gomez. Um, Lovren played with Clavin, with Matip, with Lucas, and Gomez. No, I don't think he played with Gomez. Clavin played with Lovren, Matip, and Lucas. Lucas played with um, Matip, Lovren, Clavin, and Gomez. Um, uh, who wants to have a go at this?
0: Your thoughts? Yeah, sure. Um... So my my thoughts are that we've got a very strong front two. Um, I don't know how controversial it is, but I th- I think last season there wasn't actually that much between Matip and Lovren. Um, I, I think they complement each other quite well, kind of remind me in some ways of uh, having a pairing like um, Hupia and Honcho, so where you've got one in Matip who likes to sit and be in more of the sweeper role and one who uh who would be more like Honcho and go and challenge. So that'd be Lovren. Um, And uh, I I think naturally, I I would say talent-wise, Matip is the better of the two. And the only reason that I I think they were fairly similar last season is that it's Matip's first um, season in the Premier League. And um, he he spent quite a bit of it injured as well. Um, But but I think... um, we only lost one game last season I believe when those two started together um, so I think that 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 says quite a lot about them I think the problem is once you get past those two I think Clavin has had good games um, but he can't play more than once a week it seems to be that as soon as he plays two games in a row then the next game he, he's terrible and um, you know get or, or he's up against a, a pacey striker or something like that, and he, he really, really struggles. Lucas, um, I think a lot of us were worried that the problem would be that he's short, but he, he's brilliant in the air. Um, you, you don't have to worry about that at all, uh, but he, it, it didn't work. I, I think it with him, kind of similar with Clavin in some ways, was we, we more got caught out with him. With his lack of pace and understanding of the role, and so on. Um, I would have to say, I've not really watched Gomez enough this season to. Re- uh, did he play much in the first team? I can't can't remember. Um,
4: no, he took a big injury, didn't he? But, uh... I think
0: I saw him a little bit in the under 23s, he looked pretty good there, but at a uh, Premier League level, can't really remember seeing him. Um so yeah, I think we've got a good, a good group, but I think we need a clip. We clearly need a, at least someone at, at Lovren's level and, preferably higher, um, if we if we seriously want to challenge next season. Because one of the big problems we had, of course, was that Lovren and mateep were not often fit enough playing together uh, over the course of the season.
1: All right. Pete,
3: um, care to, to dive into it? Yeah, well, obviously our best pairing was Matip and Lovren. I think they complemented each other fairly well. And we were very solid at the back once we were, they were playing. But again, we're going to bring in a, 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 another centre-back of the same quality, if not better. And I think that will shore up when one or the other is injured. I think we're going to see a little bit more of Gomez next season. Um, I rate the lad, I think he's, he's a good ball player I think he's an intelligent ball player And I think he will develop quite nicely He will play a lot of the the cup games um, And Clarvin again, gentle and hard, Isn't he? He'd have one brilliant game And one really crap game um, So I think, yeah he's there And uh, he plays that game And I think, oh geez, he must play he, He's one of our best centre backs And then the next game I think, Christ get him off the field yeah. So yeah Uh, It was was a bit of a strange season for Clavin, with with his inconsistency in terms of that. But I think with a a really good centre-back coming in with Lovren and and Matip, Clavin as a backup and Gomez as the youngster coming through, we'll have plenty of cover for for the season to come. Uh, So, yeah, and obviously we know who's going. Uh, I, I can't see Lucas... Uh, staying if we bring in another midfielder I think he will go and obviously Sarko will go as well um, so yeah so but that'll I think the five of them will be more than enough for the season to come
1: yeah doesn't it seem a body too light Fess? Fess, you there? this is even slow for Vers. yeah <laughs> Hello, (laughs)
2: Doctor Ramirez. Yeah, yeah. Seems I had some trouble with with my internet connection. Could you just repeat the question, please?
1: Um, Keith said uh, five. So we've got Martib, we've got another transfer, uh, Lovren, quality or higher, Lovren, and then uh, Gomez and Clavin as 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 the backups. That is five, and Keith thinks that's enough for the season. there's yeah, I, a point there's so, a point to argue that is one body, too light. Your thoughts?
2: I I think I agree with Keith. I think that's that's enough, especially if you uh, have someone that can possibly stand in as number six, as, as I don't know, like Emre Can or, or or someone like that. So so I think that that's quite enough, and you got all the bases covered. You got if. Presuming we, we sign Van Dijk. Uh you've got top level players like like Van Dyke and like Matip, and you've got able replacements in in Lauren and Clavan, and then you've got a youngster in in Joe Gomez, and so I think that's enough. I think right. I think that's enough.
1: Any any anybody else think that is too light, and we need a, a body more. <laughs>
6: I'm a bit concerned on the quality front um, because Clavin's been so mixed this year. You know, he was kind of the Colatore, um, but he didn't quite live up to what Colatore did for us. Um, Colatore wasn't perfect, but he was very good at the role that we used him for. Um, So I'm just hoping that Clavin has settled, you know, in a second summer uh, and he's just a bit more adjusted um, because we've got this situation of having three games in eight days on loop. And so you can't just play the same guys through all three of those games. At least one of those games, you're going to switch the players around and we could end up with, say, Lovren and Clavin playing a league game at the weekend because we've had Europe midweek and we've got Europe coming up uh, or we've got something else coming up the following midweek. Um, so that's my concern is that it, we might have enough numbers, but I'm just a little hesitant about the quality. Joe Gomez looked awful in January, uh, absolutely dreadful. Um, and uh, yeah, and Clavin has just been too mixed to call him a success. I think. Um, so I am concerned. I'm concerned that TAA is the uh, backup for right back, and I'm concerned that Clavin and probably Lovren are the backups for uh, centre back. Uh,
5: I thought. I thought that that uh, the contract for Lovren, this 100,000 100, KOV contract. Uh, plus our massive interest in Van Dijk, and our knowledge of Mate being a fantastic signing for the defence, uh, um, despite not being top class, but very good. Um, could that be? Could it have been a hint uh, at the back three?
6: I hope not. Uh, I don't think we've got any centre backs that can do the back three. You know, you kind of got to be a half, half a fullback when you play that. Um, you've got to understand. You've got to think like a fullback some of the time, and none of our centre
2: backs can do that really. So I hope not. Yeah, me too. I don't think so. I, I think Klopp is is playing to stay with with the back four.
5: Leww, German national coach, he tries to to uh, introduce this back three all the time, time and again, and he wants wants to 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 get forward with, or push forward with that. Conte, in fact, plays with the back three. Yeah. And um, uh, the fact that, on on one hand, we know that La- Matip should be first choice. A virtual one Dijk or a Stéphane de Vrij, if I, uh should be first choice when we pay, say, 30 million plus for for such a good centre-back. And uh, with uh, with a back four, with two full-backs being alongside the two central defenders, I mean, uh, where is Lovren in the game, aside from Clavern and Gomez? Oh,
1: okay. I, 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 <laughs> I thought th- we... I- thought we bid 18 million for Stefan, um, that would put him as a number three centre back for us. We will get many games because we have seen Clavin um, play 1,200 plus minutes this season. Mm. So De Vrij would, would 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 play those minutes, uh, you, you reckon, and Clavin would, would play a bit less. But um, I don't don't think he would come in and then well you would challenge Lovren, but. Not instantly be in the man to to replace him. I think.
2: I think the the transfer fee does not necessarily mean anything. Uh, if you look at it, I mean, we got Matip for free, right? So in that logic, he could he should be last down the line. But he's <laughs> our absolutely best defender right now. And uh, there is uh, a catch with with what you said, mental. About that that worry you have about Lovren and Kalvan being the backup options. Uh, just one question here: uh, Do you think that a quality centre back would accept a fourth choice role, even at Liverpool? Never.
6: No. Yeah. Well, you've <laughs> got to go. You've, you've got to right. be smart about it, right? Because Torre, for example, hugely experienced and still quite athletic. So you've got to be smart about who you buy in for that fourth place. Yeah, it's just that we've the, seen Lovren without a, a really good partner and he kind of goes to pieces, doesn't he? All becomes yeah, chaos. Warren, if,
0: if, he, if, he, if, we're, if we're worried about the, the number of centre-backs we've got and the quality, who, who has got, in, in the Premier League, higher quality centre-backs and in numbers? I, I don't see it. I mean, Tottenham's vet, uh, first two are very good. Um exactly and then they play so on one good center back um, city have got one good center back so i i, I don't think, um, I, I think city haven't have got done. any good center backs
4: yeah
3: they got got company yeah
0: <laughs> Com- yeah exactly company when when available is brilliant but um problem is Chelsea had Terry and Zuma on the bench
6: which is pretty pretty decent um so, so, yeah, I, I, I'm, ju- I'm just concerned about the volume of games and having to rotate, um, especially if uh, we get a few more muscle injuries next week or, or um, you know, Lovren gets his usual several knocks a season. I'm thing. not
0: sure that you re- rotate your centre-backs very much, do you? I mean, you? they, they don't have to do so much running as other... Um...
1: Well, we do play with the high line, so they do have a bit more mileage than um, centre-backs at Chelsea.
2: Yeah, but I believe they'll they'll play just the league and, and probably Europe, and that's it. And and for the cups, Klopp, Klopp will use backup options.
3: Up yeah, I it. can see it. I can, I can see them using a, a Van Dijk, whoever we get in, Matip and Lovren for the midweek games and weekend games in terms of the CL and the Prem. When it comes to the cups, I can I can see a Clavan settling in with Gomez. And uh, with the experience and the youngster next to each other, bringing him through the, with, w- in the cup competition. Uh, and there might be a little bit of mix and match going on, obviously, but I can see that happening mainly. I think we've got more. And if need be, we can always drop somebody like Chan back into the centre-back role uh, if, if, if we get pick up an injury that wasn't foreseen or two injuries that weren't foreseen. So I, I don't see it being a problem. Uh, uh, in terms of depth at uh, the centre-back role. I think we've got enough uh, quality and I think we'll, we, uh, we've enough cover there.
1: All right. OK, so centre-backs. Um, last one before moving on. We do have Wisdom who went out on loan, uh, got himself uh, as a starter in Switzerland, Austria uh, and actually won the league. Would he be an option pre-season and we'll, we'll see from there or just, just flog him?
2: Flog him. Yeah, he's the one player that I've given up to. All
1: right. Okay. Yeah, no, he's, he's gone. Okay, so um, Randall is our weakest right-back. Wisdom is our most likely to be sold central defender. Um, well, then we've got a huge stock on the left-hand side. Um, <laughs> we've got loads and loads of players. Um, Jay, so, talk, yeah. us, talk us through. Hmm. Jay, you there?
4: Yes, I'm here, yes. Um...
1: Milner Moreno, uh, Flanagan maybe, and uh, I, I, I dropped the name on, on, on the agenda called One Me, who's the 21-year-old who signed for the under-23s who plays left-back. Don't think he actually played loads of left-back. Um, so, um, yeah. What are your thoughts on our left-back situation?
4: Well... You know, it's always, we've been harping on left-back, left-back, left-back for a long, long time now. The only thing I could, because Milner, we all know, has been admirable, hasn't he? He's been fantastic. He's he's just he's just, he's just an absolute workhorse. I, and Moreno, how he's not got a game, I don't understand it. You know, I'm not on the training pitch or anything like that, but I just don't know why he's not. Being given a chance to do anything, why he's just not been allowed to just show what he can do. I'm just assuming he can't do what we want him to do. That's the thing. So, yeah, I'm afraid when it comes to left back, we're, we were linked with somebody not so long ago, weren't we? Um, I can't think of their name. Robinson.
1: But... Yeah, we've got yeah. the, the uh, whole lad. The, the Scottish Robinson, and the, the Scottish, Scottish Robinson international.
4: Ro- yeah, was
3: there somebody yeah, else? Robinson. There was somebody
1: yeah, Robinson. Who was oh, no, Fulham's he's, he's best player? Yeah, but apparently yeah, he's, he's going to uh, Tottenham Spurs, uh, which yeah, is yeah. quite logical. You're 17 year old, um, you're living in London, uh, one of the biggest clubs in London, who will give you loads of of game time. Um, wants to sign you up? Um,
4: yeah, you that, that, that think... on the wing, so. yeah. That's a shame because that that would have been great. I think to get him, um, but it's just so. Yeah, it's it's a theoretical question. Who, you know, we we're going to need somebody else in there. We don't have anybody in our um, that's, that's that's waiting, chomping up the bit, to, like on the right side. Uh, yeah, we we've got you know Terence Trent Arnold, who's just jumping at the way to get in there. Um, and I'm sure as soon as he picks up his defensive side of the game, he he's going to be a, the regular starter. But on the left side, there's just no one. No one in the wings, so to speak, is there really, at all? Um, um,
3: no. Has anybody seen the Juanma play? No. no, no, no. It's it's, no. it's, it's okay.
5: kind
4: of it's it's kind of the, it's the weird one, isn't it? Because like, for a couple of years, people just go, "Oh, we need a left back. We need a left back. We need a left back." Um, and we've we've put Milner there, and uh, like I I love James Milner. I think he's fantastic um i'd like to say i've got a massive poster on the ceiling of my bedroom but i don't <laughs> but like, you know it, it, I, I, I think he's such a wonderful he's, he's everything you you'd want in a in a professional football player i think you know um and i know he gets a bit bit of stick for his lack of skill but he's amazing do you remember that thing he did with like the with his head on the ball when it was on the ground Remember that? I can't remember what game it was, and he was just on the ground. He, oh, he, just, he, just, he just doesn't know when to give up, and I like that. It doesn't mean to say he's the right person for the job, I know, but I love that about a football player, just that they just don't know when to give up. They won't, they won't be beaten, not if they can help it. But mm. yes, there, there's no one there. So I'm assuming that, yeah, this, um, this whole chap it, it will come in, because why would he not if we want him? Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to say I don't know a lot about him at all to uh, say but it, it seems it, it seems the obvious thing to say it's a very very weak area for us but there's not a lot of noise being made about it at the moment is there really I um, guess it's do it's, you like, think
3: players, do uh, you guys do you guys think the reason why Milner was on the pitch as much as he was firstly from an experience point of view and yes. secondly because Henderson was injured a lot, and we wanted the captain uh, of experience on the pitch a lot of time. So that's why Klopp was reluctant to sub him and kept him on the pitch. And thirdly, because he was the, the taker, yeah, it, it, thirdly, it was the penalty taker. Yeah, thirdly, he was the penalty taker. Look, I don't understand. We, when we win a game 3 or 4 nil, uh and you've got 15, 20 minutes to go, why not throw on Moreno? Don't know. Or, 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 what, or if we're chasing a game... And we're trying to break down a, 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 a def- stubborn defence that has parked a triple-decker bus, let alone the double-decker bus, in front of their goals. Why not throw on the Moreno, give him 15, 20 minutes to try stretch the defence with pace down the left? It Keith, just seems so strange to me Keith, that he was reluctant.
5: Keith, it's been a long time since we've been three or four goals ahead.
3: Yeah, but we were in the beginning of the season. <laughs> we, yeah. were we were in West the beginning Ham. of the season. And, 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 and we were at West Ham. Uh, and we were comfortable against Middlesbrough. Uh, so, so I don't understand the reasoning behind playing Firmino, flogging, a, uh, flogging the dead horse for 89 minutes and substituting somebody for one minute at the end of the game. The same with Milner, the same with everything. I just think Klopp didn't rotate the squad enough. And, and, and tired the players out too much. Uh, when you do get an injury and these players are stuck on the bench as he did with the Reggie, they've played themselves out of form because they haven't been given enough game time when we've been comfortable in a game.
2: That makes sense, actually.
5: Yeah, uh, we, uh, we discussed that earlier. I, um, absolutely, it makes sense. It's it's the truth. We have all, all criticized that, that Klopp made substitutions uh, remarkably late. Um, from my perspective... I, I agree with you, too late, didn't give the players enough time, say overstretched um, the fitness of, of the, the starters. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good point, actually. But this is a hey, thing. This yeah, it thing looks like he's gone. He looks like he's first, gone.
3: I mean, you can't yeah. ignore the the kid for the entire season. And really, let's face it, he must have been absolutely dire and shite in training that he doesn't get a, a, a more than a, a three or four minute run on. Even when we're losing games, so uh, I thought. I thought he had a role to play. Uh, I understood why Milner was there, but the lad has got to have more than uh, a five or five minutes here or there throughout the season to see if he's learnt anything mm. from mm. from the training and the preseason. So he, he must be gone unless I don't know what's happening behind scenes.
4: Yeah, he must uh, on two left right.
3: backs? Jason, Jason, go ask. Uh,
0: yeah, I think I think we need two left backs, and I'd actually like to see. Milner uh, up against Klein on the right hand side, because if we go back to the previous season, I think Milner crossing from the right hand side was um, yeah yeah he's a lot his top, top set of weapons yeah
1: yeah, yeah. All right um, looking at the time, um, I, I promise you we'd stay under an hour. Uh, we did not manage that um, well, there isn't a lot to talk. Um, I do want to drop one more name in there for the, for the left back situation. Um, Fleno played left back in a team that nearly won the league because there's a higher points telly than we reached this season um, c- could he be the third man could he be we- we're going to get the Robertson lad Robertson. say we're going to play Milner a lot, we're going to play Robertson a lot and then Flano as the third option
2: yeah presuming with Sal Moreno I think I think he, he could could very well stay and be that third option
3: you see, then I'd rather keep uh, Moreno. If is not making an impact at the right-back, in his preferred position, how can we... Sw- when he p- switched to left-back, is because he was doing really well at right-back. Uh, so, but to, Keith, to he- switch, switch him from right-back to left-back when he's not on top form,
2: I think it's, it's, it's a stretch. Keith, yeah, uh, true. But uh, he is a player that has significant experience playing on the left. And uh, it makes him versatile. He can play... On both sides. So, so, as that fifth fullback, you have two right backs, two left backs, and he can be that fifth guy that can play both sides. I think- but then, then, then we might as well play
3: Juanma that we brought in last year. Obviously, he must have talent because he's been talent spotted uh, by Klopp's team. Uh, so, he must be a decent player. He's 20 years old, he's had a season to bet in on in, in the 23s. Wouldn't you prefer an actual left sided player? as the third choice left back.
2: Not really, because he doesn't have any experience at all.
1: Well, he's had a a year in the Uh, under-23s. Yeah, that's that's quite different than 40 games in top flight.
3: No, but he's he's going to play 10 games, if that, in the top flight, if we have two left backs.
0: You're talking about him as the number three, right?
1: Yeah. That's correct, yes. What would you do, Jason?
0: Uh, I, I still think we need to sign two two left backs. Yeah. Uh, no,
1: but that's that's a
3: given. That's a given. We've said yeah. we're going to sign two left backs. No, no, we were talking you, about wouldn't prefer a Juanma as the third one instead of Flanner.
1: So yeah, we're not selling. Uh, we're not buying two. Then we're buying one because we we think Milner did did good enough to to be in there.
3: I'd rather but, uh, have him uh, as the uh, th- uh, option uh, on I, the right. Uh,
0: yeah, I would honestly prefer to get two. Switch Milner to be some competition on the right, um, uh, but because I think he could put Klein's position seriously under threat because his his crossing is so good from that side.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, I like that much better. Oh, but he could float. He could float. I mean, I know yeah. that. So maybe we get two two with Milner floating.
1: Yeah, you, you <laughs> can use Milner maybe a bit more all over the all over the shop uh, uh coming season and same for Flano you know uh, him being both third right back or, or fourth right back and and third left back um would not be a poor shout because he does understand english football he is that fighter um that can can lift you um he, he did great uh against city um season before in 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 club's first season um okay so that on all the defenders i'm going to ask you um what would you do about our defense and then uh, just uh, keep it as short as possible uh, we will start with the Vez. Vez, what would you do what would you buy or sell or
2: well i think yeah uh, van dyke is the obvious priority that, that we need to get and as for the left back, just a decent player. I'm not very impressed with with Robertson. Uh, I want to say someone like Ryan Bertrand, but
1: he's, for he's, another, he's, he's forty million city bound.
2: Go, going for another Southampton player at this point is 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 I believe out of the question. So I'm not sure, I'm not sure really who who on the left on the left side. But okay, I think, so but
1: you would buy one left back, one top back, to and that's it. All right, thanks, Jay. What would you do mm. overall?
4: Quite, quite like Milner on the right. That's quite tasty, isn't it? Um, so in that respect, yeah, um, just keep them fit. Keep the, the centre pairing of Lovren and matter, Keep them fit. We're, I'm I'm, quite, I, I'm judging it on what we've got at the moment. In that sense, you know, um, obviously if we bring in bring in our, our key target, then great, that's going to happen. Um, but, but when we're fit, we're not that bad, are we, defensively? You know, we're not terrible. Um, so, yeah, I, would, uh, I guess like Jason said, a couple of uh, left back, ideally a couple of left backs, um, someone like Van Dijk in the middle. And, uh, and yeah, so you've got – and, yeah, stick Milner on the right. I like that, you know, as a as a kind of a uh, – as a throw-in, I quite like that because his crossing from the from the right was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. It's right. all right. Okay. So Throw again,
1: a top defender, one or two left backs.
4: Yeah, a top, a top, several four top defenders. Just that's all, as all I ask. Four top yeah. defenders. Oh, yes, yeah. so right. Two in the middle, one on the left. Four top defenders. That's all I want. Not a bit
1: shout. <laughs> right, Keith. <laughs> Keith, what would you do? What
4: would you do? Look, definitely
3: uh, uh, we're going to bring a centre back in. Whoever that's going to be, hopefully he's going to be top quality. I can't see his being in in, in sort of backups. Um, I think we'll probably only bring in one left back. If that means Flano stays as cover and Joanne Me is there as cover, so be it. I, uh, if they can identify another young left back, maybe they'll also bring that in. But I think we need a starting left back. Uh, and I'd like to see uh, Milner utilised uh, now and again May on the right, possibly on the on the left if we're going into a big crunch game. That defence is more important. So yeah, left back, centre back, uh, on the odd chance maybe a, another young left back. All
1: right, sounds good, Jason.
0: Yeah, so uh, top top centre back, um, at least Lovren's level, and then two left backs and uh, switch Milner to challenge at right back all
1: right uh, mental your closing thoughts uh,
0: three across the back line
6: from, for me um, obviously a centre back and at least one well a couple of full backs I actually wouldn't mind if we upgraded on Claven either um, very nervous about the uh, the rotation the second uh, yeah, pairing yeah, centre yeah. backs
1: you made, you, you, made, you made a good point there but um, you don't know what you get with Claven, with which, which makes him uh well a bit dodgy. It's
6: difficult. And you don't know what you get when you put Love with someone else, someone who isn't very good.
1: Who isn't who isn't the calming presence around him? Yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: Right, fair enough. Um Christian, your closing statement on our defense.
5: Yeah, for the for this transition which i I'm still missing from um from Liverpool Football Club to a club team. You need very fast fullbacks who uh, go even down to the opponent's goal line and interact with with the with the winger on the respective side. And a um, Milner can't really do that. He stops twenty yards before the goal line and, and passes back because he hesitates to go down there. Often, not always. Um, I love uh, I love James Milner. Like like Jay said, I, I totally agree on that. I'm totally with him. I love his fighting spirit, but he's simply not. Not fast enough, and uh, his skills are limited, especially on the right, on the left side. But Klopp will keep him. Klopp will also keep Klein. He will only punctually reinforce the team per year. So I think another season with our uh, routiniers, our veterans, and then will be replaced by the youngsters. So I, I'm not sure if Andrew Robertson will come in. Um, a left, a left back would be fantastic. We need a fast right back as well. But uh, let's see what happens. It's not a priority for Klopp, obviously.
1: No. Okay, um, I'm with most of you guys here. Uh, I would bring in an absolute top centre-back. That would be in Van Dijk for me. Um, Break all the rules, but um, he should be on on, on the training pitch uh, uh, really soon. Um, I would go for one left-back, obviously starter. I read tonight that AC Milan got in uh, Ricardo Rodriguez, which is a bit of a shame for me. I think I really, really like that guy. I thought he'd be great for us, but um, when it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Um, I want to thank all of you for... um, Doing a show, we went a little bit over an hour. Um, so sorry if your commute, um, well, you, well drive around the block I'd say. Uh, thank you guys.
4: Yep.
6: <laughs> Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me when you hold
4: me in your arms so tight. You let me know everything's all right. I-
3: I'm tired I'm
6: high on believing That you're